This is the Milford Sound with Shaky and Asha. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Milford Sound podcast with uh, myself, Shaky and Asha. It's um, It's been a while. It's been a long while. We've got three or four episodes that we recorded way, way back that we've been really keen to get out and and i think now is the time that we can do it we've had a it's been a bit of a crazy crazy few months for us both personally i've had i've had a a newborn back six months ago now so yeah just as he's hit the six month stage everything's starting to give it a normal um the the, our two-year-old jesse he's just as mad as you can imagine and yeah they've both kept us on our feet and yeah it's been really hard for me to to like pin down the the proper time to be able to do this stuff again but um yeah we're we're really eager to to get these episodes out that we really enjoyed doing all that time ago and yeah hopefully record some more um so yeah we're going to start with this episode with belen um belen was someone who who well as you'll hear in the episode did a lot of jobs and worked for a number of companies in Milford and she um she was a really good friend to us when we were in there me and Asha worked with her in the Blue Dock and then yeah I think her story is unique and how she got there and, and her time there and how, how much it really meant to her so yeah I think you'll really enjoy so um yeah stick around and um give yourselves always some feedback on Facebook and, and Instagram and what have you for for what you of what you think of the episodes and yeah hopefully we'll bust these new these old ones out and make some new ones and yeah get this get this back journey back up and running again enjoy belen welcome we are. to the milford sound podcast for those yeah. of you who obviously weren't with us for the last 40 minutes we am um, 45 minutes coming up to now we've had some serious sound issues but like the professionals that we are they're all sorted and this is probably going to be the best sounding one we've done so far 10 episodes in and we i think we know what we're doing now <laughs> 10 episodes look at that anniversary an episode yeah that's true actually oh we should have made a cake <laughs> <laughs> so um how the hell are you belen so good to see you and hear from you oh god it's um i'm i'm fine i'm somehow it's, it's so weird to all of a sudden be able to see you guys and i've been so stressed about it so nervous and now when i'm seeing you after all this time it's like okay i saw you yesterday so yeah, it's, um, yeah exactly it's that's uh, so good it's pretty amazing no i'm i'm happy <laughs> well, that's good that's good how's good, life good. for you and um you're in sweden yeah yes i am um no it's it's good it's good actually um it's gonna be my Geez, my seventh year now in uh wow. it's gonna be my seventh year or my sixth year i moved was, to sweden in 2014. yeah November i was gonna say it was after we met in in thailand wasn't it yes so yeah so that i, I we <gasps> met in thailand oh no we met in thailand in 2015 i believe or was it 2014. no 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 yeah it was it was uh the end October of 2014. To, October 2014. Bloody hell. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we're, we're wow. both in Europe that long now. Well, I've obviously been here much longer before then. Wow. Uh, it just blew my mind. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still stuck in, uh, oh, I've been here for four years. You know? <laughs> so how is your Swedish? Are you fluent by now? Um, no, that's much as I wish, to be honest. <laughs> I, I should I should but uh but not um, is, it, is it a hard language to learn um yes and no I find I find that it has a lot of um, similarities with with uh, the Spanish and the Swedish and the English 
but yeah. um, it's quite tricky since everyone speaks English. So, you know, even when you try to speak Swedish, you know, soon if, if they don't understand what you're trying to say, they switch to English straight away. Ah, okay. so, right. so, yeah, Swedes are very good at speaking English, so that makes it a little bit tricky. And, and in the other hand, also, I, I guess it's, it's better. You know, I feel very self-conscious when I'm, when I'm speaking Swedish. Like, I, I kind of really have to trust you in order to have a conversation with you in Swedish. Otherwise, I will always aim towards the English side. So, um, but yeah, I can, I, can, I can get around. Um, my listening is way better than my speaking. But, uh, We'll get there. Yeah, no, that's, Hopefully. It's great. And where, where in Sweden are you? Uh, in Stockholm. Oh, that so, sounds great. Yeah, nearly seven years in, in Stockholm, actually. I haven't, haven't moved. Wow. Uh, but you've traveled around Sweden a fair bit, I'm guessing. Can you believe that not? <laughs> really? I haven't. No, 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 no. Uh, I travel a little bit on my first time. Um, when I came here for the first time, which was in 2002. 12 i think it was with anton and then we did a little bit of the um i don't know center and a bit of the north of sweden but that was it then ever since i moved here it's been stockholm to be honest um but yeah that's definitely something that i'm planning on if we can go anywhere during the summer you know because covid and the plan is sort of like to yeah get a grab a car and travel a little bit around and get to see yeah ah, cool so what's what's the travel situation now then are you meant to stay in a certain area um yes and no i mean they they the government kind of like encourage you to do not travel even if it is inside uh, sweden mm. um but at the same time there are no uh, restrictions so kind of it's like it's, it's up to you you know to do the right thing yeah it's it's, it's um, i don't know if you're aware but certain i don't know if it's the same for you asha but in the uk a lot of the people who are complaining about the restrictions that we have they point to sweden as the model of a country that has had no restrictions whatsoever and mm. um look at them they're doing great they've had so few cases and so few deaths but they have no restrictions, everything's open, everything's the same. But then you read some other reports where it's like, it's probably not that, it's probably they're told, they're asked not to do certain things, so they just don't do the things they're asked not to do rather than having to be forced to do it. So like over here, they have to bring in the law to, to not travel, they have to bring in the law to not mingle with groups because people over here will just ignore the advice otherwise. Yeah, I have to say that they are, uh, they, Swiss are very good at following the rules. You don't have to to tell them twice. Uh, um, if, if 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 this is you know what what yeah what you recommend, they're gonna they're gonna listen to it and they're gonna do so. So which is something that blows my blows my mind every time because uh, <laughs> that would never it's happen. Uncommon by these days. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of like they they really trust you know the government they have and and if they say so, then that's what they're gonna do. And, yeah, which. Uh, which is probably why the numbers are maybe a little bit lower than other countries in Europe because they are not mingling as much or, you know, and especially with the foreign travel, yeah. it's probably a lot lower. We do have like a fair amount of of numbers, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, so far it's been all right. I mean, yeah, 
They'd... Somewhere in the somewhere in the middle between here and and oh, New Zealand, basically. So um, no, so so it's it's kind of it's kind of uh, weird. Like I don't really understand, you know, the the, the concept of a of a lockdown per se, because um, even though there's a lot of restrictions, you know, as, um, most uh, yeah, most places are still open. I mean, I think the the only places that have like closed permanently have been the nightclubs but then you know restaurants and yes yeah you name it uh, it's it's open like yeah the, the working hours have been shortened but uh and the, the number of staff working on of course but everything is still sort of like yeah. flowing I, I think over here the nightclubs are going to be the very last to open Oof. they seem to be if they mm. were open so. they would be the like it's right um environment isn't it for, for something like that to, to spread but, um, but i mean we didn't we didn't get you on at what time is it now for you 12 o'clock at night to talk about covid i'm sure like the rest of the world right. except new zealand and we're talking about it all day every day but um that's the covid portion of the of the episode exactly. out of the way it's like a mandatory part of the episode Absolutely. we have with everyone no, else it's covid <laughs> but um so pre-covid then well what have you been up to in Sweden? Fine. Um, mostly cooking, actually. Um, so so yeah, like uh, I I I got pretty lucky. Then I, I got a job um, pretty soon. Like we we moved to Stockholm. When was it? Yeah, November two thousand and fourteen. And I think that I got a job uh, at a ho- in a hotel uh, mid February or so. And. Um, and I carry on, you know, with the with with chefing until two and a half years ago, where um, I finally managed to do the switch. I mean, um, to be honest, I think that since New Zealand already, you know, by the time that we left Milford, I kind of like knew that the my my patience towards the kitchen, you know, was getting to to its limit. So. Um, and and once we moved to Sweden, it was uh, even more obvious. Mm. And um, and yeah, and since two and a half years ago, um, my friend Tatiana, I don't know if you guys met her. Ah, cool. Yeah. You guys are yeah. in touch there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So Tatiana is here. Um, yeah. She got me a job at the school where she works. Um, oh, cool. she, so we both work in a, in an international school. Uh, she's working as a teacher, and I'm working as an English uh, teacher assistant. And um, yeah, I really, I really enjoy it. It's something that I've never seen or imagined myself doing, but uh, it's uh, no, I love it. It's very, very rewarding, and it's, it's and it feels nice for a change to somehow have like this routine, you know, from Monday to Friday, you have your weekends off, you know, sort of like you have that yeah. set. Working daytimes you know as well is a nice change. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, so no, it's, that's that's it pretty much. But, but yeah, I'm very. Well, you'll be you'll be it's very similar to what Ash is. You you're in the teaching game as well, Ash, aren't you? Yeah, not that's super right. active at the moment. I have to admit, because I'm uh, back in the student game as well. But um, yeah, I've I've loved it since I changed into teaching. It's loads of fun, um, and most of my teaching experience has been kind of the opposite of what you're doing, Billy, and where I've been the teacher, but I've had amazing teaching assistants that make it so much easier um, and then so much more fun because it's easier. No, 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 it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. 
especially since I mean I think I I got lucky since we um, I work in an international school, so uh, we have kids you know from all over the world, and that's um, I think that that's also what makes it um, how do you say it? yeah that I enjoy the most you know I still manage to have a sort of like international flow uh, yeah. yeah around me. Yeah, it's a bit like Milford Sound, I suppose, but with kids. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where um, are the naughtiest kids from? (laughs) It's from all over the place, I would say. (laughs) Do you get get many uh, Spanish-speaking children then, or from Spanish-speaking countries? no, not as much as uh, as we get from Asia, you know, from Japan, China, India. Um, this, this year, um, I have a few Australians also. Okay. Um, they need help with their English for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so... Uh, the, no, it's uh, it's no, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And, yeah, it must be nice having Tatiana there as well. Then obviously yeah. she helped you with the job, but having her just even in Stockholm, even if you weren't working together, that must be really nice. Oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, oh, for sure. Like, it's. I think Sweden in 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 general is like a hard place to sort of like yeah put your foot in uh, and 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 make it feel your home. So um, it's been tricky enough, you know, by even by having, you know, Tatiana and Anton and some of his friends that I already knew and so on. So I can imagine, I can't even imagine how it is to to move to Sweden on, on your own, uh, knowing okay. no one. So, That's yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Swedes are, are lovely, but it takes a while, you know, to, to break the ice, you know, one... Once you broke the eyes, they're very welcoming and, and, and everything. But together, it's, uh, it's tricky. Uh, so, 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 yeah. Having Tatiana has been a big help, actually. So has she been there a similar length of time to you then? Yeah, no. Um, one, I think it's one or two years before me. I mean, the idea was supposed to be that I was that Anton and I were going to move to Sweden first, and then Gustav and her were going to follow afterwards. Right. But it turned out the other way around, and uh, and I think she's been here at least a year and a half before I. Wow! I, before so I she'll moved be coming here. up on ten years, kind of soon. Yeah. My my phone's just lit up, um, like five minutes ago, and I just looked at it there, and it says, uh, "Tatiana Menez likes your photograph on." on Instagram <laughs> so while we were talking about her <laughs> that's hilarious because oh, I, I posted about doing this recording and I wonder if she she knew it was you who was going to be on with us <laughs> oh yeah and yeah and I, and I just thought she just texted also because I did tell her that I was going <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious to be talking with you guys uh, that's yeah. great but yeah so well it's good to hear that you're doing you're doing pretty well there you, you seem quite happy and um in, in Sweden I mean we, yeah. we we've messaged each other randomly times like because we obviously had we caught up in what do we say it was the end of 2014 in Thailand at the, yeah. full, the full moon party which oh, I think sorry. I, I think we looking at the photos of it <laughs> that was um 
yeah that was that was brilliant like mm-hmm. such an amazing surprise to to know that we it, it just like it wasn't planned it just happened no. at the same time and like we like had the massive bond obviously of Milford but then we had the common bond of of hating on Pablo because Pablo was only like half <laughs> never on time <laughs> we were half an hour he was a half an hour away getting painted oh, by some German girl and in neon paint and rather than leave that perfect scenario that he found himself in to come and see his friends who he hadn't seen for years months whatever it was he's like oh, I'm coming I'm coming and then never showed up but um, that was such good fun that was and like we've obviously messaged because we're in a similar time zone now. I was so. wondering how did we all end up there because I couldn't remember whether we planned or how. Well, I, I, I think, I think he might have told me he was going to be there, um, and because I was in Koh Samui and you guys were on Panyan, and I think he. This is my memory yeah. anyway. I might be making this up as I go along, but he. I was messaging him because he told me he was going to be in Thailand, and I mm. think he then told me that you guys were going to be there. And then I think maybe that's how we started messaging. But then on the night, I think, were you messaging Ang Harid on the night rather than me? Because I just turned around and you guys were all there. I mean, I was pretty drunk at the time, but I just turned around and you were all there. And I don't remember because we were always like, oh, we'll try and meet at this time. We'll try and meet at that time. And Probably, where, how, to f- how to find each other on the beach. And then we found each other or you guys just turn- showed up. And then um, we went up to the, up the mountain, Magic Mountain. We were up there for a little bit. Yes. And then we got a bit, uh, got a bit, I don't know, we just, we wanted to chat, obviously, and catch up. It was obviously a bit hectic up there and a bit God. wild. And um, so you, me, Ang Harrod, Anton, yeah, Josefina. Josefina, yeah. We went yes. up to the, like into the village a bit away from the beach to the, the Bob Marley bar for my god i don't remember you much don't of remember it. The, no well that's that's fair but oh, we god. went we went up there to to chat and just because it was a bit quieter and we were you know doing other stuff rather than drinking up there <laughs> being a bob marley bar i'm pretty sure people can use their oh, imagination and then yeah we just sat upstairs and these axe pillows and just chilling and like just just yarned for about two three hours before we all had to go because we had to catch a boat back then at about two o'clock in the morning back to to Koh Samui and it was yeah it was absolutely amazing and it was like even though we all spent time together in Milford we all knew each other in Milford obviously it was probably the most you and I ever <laughs> sat down and spoke <laughs> it was it was brilliant like it was same with Anton I suppose yeah. I wouldn't have seen much of Anton and then yeah, yeah no that was that was such a good amazing. such a, and then Pablo obviously just didn't show up <laughs> I, I think he was with us for like 10 minutes, if, if. I I'm like surprised you didn't pass him on your boat back. He met some, some Spanish girl that he was, he said that, yeah, I don't know. He was like, I'm coming back. And then that was it. That was the last time I saw him, literally. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time I saw Pablo. So I haven't seen Pablo since that full moon party in 2014. For 10 minutes. That's... <laughs> But well, he actually he came here. He, he yeah. came to yeah. He showed up random. Well, he was doing some traveling with a, a girl he was seeing, and he was traveling to the UK to meet some yeah. friends. To be, I think was it was me and Louis and Peter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then uh, Dean and uh, it, well, mm-hmm. it, was, it was weird. He was in Germany at some point. I think he was in the Spanish Islands at one point. But then he was going to London. 
or he didn't, yeah, he was flying, he was meeting someone in London. So I told him to fly to Bristol. So I picked him up. He came to here to Porthcawl in Wales. We spent one night and then he caught a bus to London. So, oh, I mean, he made that. <laughs> he showed yes. up for that. <laughs> Pablo gets a big go. Oh, big... God. Pablo comes up quite a lot on these podcasts. It's oh, my be... God. I, yes, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same thing. Yes. <laughs> It'll be great when we finally get him on. I know, Ooh. I know, but we will definitely be releasing the video version of that so we can put subtitles on it. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> we might, Billy, we might have to get you back on as translator for him. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think we should probably shoot right back. So yeah, what I was going to say, sorry, was like, yeah, we've we've managed to keep in touch a bit because um, we're only in our um, time zone difference and only about two hours three hours away from each other by plane or whatever so i mean so we have been able to message each other quite a bit do you get to keep in touch with many other people from, um, from milford i talked to mike on and off mike, um, mike patterson yeah 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 mm. um, well i message pablo quite often and I cannot reply every now and then. Uh, but uh, no, actually, uh, no. And then, I mean, and then you, um, we've been yeah, messaging on and off. And then when I reach out to Asha, the same day that I reach out to you when I, after mm. listening to the first um, episode. But uh, no. Uh, well, Priscilla, I do speak to Priscilla quite a lot. Yeah, she's hard to keep in touch with, I bet. Well, she's probably better than Paul, but yeah, it's they're they're <laughs> some are different every week. But looks at things, fairly to them. Yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, yesterday, I actually was uh, we were on a call with with Priscilla. I don't know. Did you get to meet Marta, Marta and Jaisa? I, I I know that you met them, Asha. Yeah, yeah, I know them. They might have uh, lived before you got there, Shaky. No, I, I don't remember them. No. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're, they they're they, both they, back they, in Spain, are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ma Marta yeah. is living in Brussels now, and uh, sorry, uh, no, and Jaisa is in London, actually. Um, so no, they know like in Spain. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think uh, I think I did meet Martha. You said it was. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, no, I did. I definitely met her. Definitely met Martha. Yeah. 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 So because I uh, think maybe Isa left before Marta. She left a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She might. I, I was wondering if she came back or if there was just a couple of month crossover, or if she came back for a visit. But I definitely remember meeting her. Yeah. She did, uh, yeah. She. I think she went back for uh, for a visit with her parents, and then she actually, yeah, flew back yeah, to Spain. Mm. Um, but no, I mean, who who else do I keep in touch with? Um, no, I think that pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> It is hard, though, isn't it? I mean, yes, everyone's oh. the same. Mm. Would be oh. amazing. It is hard, but then, as as you said when you first came on, Berlin, and like everyone else has said as well, when you see someone from Milford after you know two, five, ten years, it is like you saw them yesterday. So I, yeah, as as shit as we all can be at keeping in touch, sometimes whenever you do finally catch up, it's you know, it's like no time's passed at all. Which is a which is a beautiful feeling. I mean, I mean that that's the feeling that I get. Like, there's a lot of people that I don't that I haven't spoke to in in years. But I'm sure that if I go back to Milford, um, yeah, it would be like if I saw them yesterday. Yeah. Um, which is like, 
one of the best things that Milford has uh, left us, I think. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Part yeah. of a little community spread across the globe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful. So we mm. we jump right back then, I think, right back to pre-Milford. What were you, how did you end up in New Zealand, Milford Sound? What were you doing at home? So at home, Onga, what was I doing? I wasn't doing much at home. I was working at... Um, at a wine store, so um, which was uh, I just remember that I just graduated from chefing school from yeah from cooking school and uh, I was working at a wine store and I had no idea what was I going to do with my life basically and um, and I had this friend that he had a, he had a plan to move to New Zealand shortly just for like three months or so to do like a, an English uh, English course. Just to mm. yeah, perfect his his English, and then he. That's a suggest- strange place to come to perfect your English. Right. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places you could come to get better at English, why New Zealand? <laughs> because it was easier to get a visa, I think. <laughs> ah, that makes sense. And uh, and then um, he he suggested it, and um, and at first I was like. Yeah, right, whatever. But, uh, and, 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 and sort of like the idea came, stood in my mind for quite a while. And I wanted to, I didn't, I didn't really dare to ask my parents, you know, if they could help me out because I had basically I had no money. Like, I, I had no, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, but I did so anyway. And they did indeed think <laughs> that I was crazy. Uh, but anyway, they, uh, my mom helped me out. So, uh, so I went to New Zealand. I went to the same school as my friend to, with idea to go there for three or I don't know, six months at the most, try to mm-hmm. learn English as fast as I could. And back then the school had this sort of like package where you could study English for three months with them and then they will get you a job for another three months and then, yeah. And then you sort out yourself. So, so where was the school? Was that in Queenstown? No, it was in Wellington. Uh, ah, right. Yeah, cool. it was. It was called uh, Wellington Business School. I don't think it exists anymore okay. because the school did scam a couple of us <laughs> students. Yeah, <whoops. laughs> Yikes. Uh, Allegedly, we don't want to get in any lawsuits. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, 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 yeah. So that was uh, Japan and. Uh, yeah, I moved to. I arrived in New Zealand in uh, Wellington on May 16, 2010. Just then, you ended up in Wellington about six months before I ended up in Hamilton. Look at that. October 2010. Wow. Yeah, and uh, so I did my my English course, and then um, well, yeah, the school managed to to get us um, a job, and um, and they got me an interview and uh, to work as a chef at a place called Milford Sound, which I had no idea where it was or. We're in the island. I mean, you can imagine that back then, Liza had no English whatsoever. I only knew hi, and that was it. Hmm. So, um, 
so so yeah they they told me that we were they were going to drive me and shake and Ash, i don't know if you have you guys met senmo a korean no. guy no i've named something about no no i don't want anyway he was he was studying with me so so they got us both an interview yeah in milford sound to work at real journeys no, like okay. a trial like a, just to see you know how yeah and he was going to do a trial to work as a bow host and i was of course going to do the trial to work in the in the in the galley and uh and i mean now i kind of like i understand everything that was happening but back then you know then again since my english was non-existent i had no clue you know what was happening where was I going? I Googled me for sound and I saw some photo and I was like, wow, this, this looks pretty cool. But yeah. that was it. And, um, and we drove down to Milford in, in July. So you for, drove from Wellington? From Wellington, all the way down to Milford. <laughs> for an interview. For an interview <laughs> that we didn't even know if we were going to get the job. It was it was Sunmo, me, and, and it wasn't even us driving because we neither of us had a driver license, and there were the two other Chinese students with us. So it was one of the teachers from the school that drove us down <laughs> all the way to. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So imagine that. So we whether left. or not they did scam anyone, that's commitment on their part to drive you guys all that, <laughs> all that way for an interview. No wonder they had to scam everyone. It cost them. It must cost them a fortune. <laughs> you know, we paid. <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, remember we left we left Wellington in uh, on July twenty eighth, and we arrived to Milford on August first. Fucking hell! Excuse my friends. So you made pretty good time. Shrek. It was, <laughs> but it was amazing. I mean, that was my first road trip, you know, in New Zealand also. Mm. So um, it was. It was pretty cool, you know. We did some stops, you know, along along the way, and and uh, no, it was it was beautiful. And I think that the, the nicest part was that when we arrived to Milford, it was during the evening, so I had no clue, you know, what the Milford road looked like. You know, we're just feeling cars road sick, you know. I'm like, where are we? Because I can't see nothing. So um, yeah, we arrived during the evening, and then um, um, Will. Um, you know, Will from the chef from Real Journeys, he yeah, he yes. welcomed us, him and 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 back then it was another guy called uh, Dennis, a German guy, and, and he worked a few seasons. Yeah, you know Dennis I remember Dennis. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Dennis. I remember Lovely Dennis. Yeah. yeah, so well, he showed he showed us around the accommodation in Real Journeys. You know, he was like, okay, here's where you guys are going to sleep and so on. You know, tomorrow six in the morning, Will is gonna going to pick you up and. And then there you go, you know, see how it goes. Um, and so, yeah, so we did. Then the day after we had our first uh, trial. And um, I, I remember that I, I was so nervous. Like I had no, yeah, it, it was like my proper <laughs> sort of like, yeah, cooking job in a place where I didn't know anyone. I barely understood the English. I remember that I had no, I had this image of Will just talking to me, talking and talking, and I had no clue what he was saying. So I was like inside, <laughs> yeah, inside myself, I was just like praying that I would somehow manage to do what he needed me to do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Had you been on boats before that? No, no, All right. not even. 
so my first kind of like boat and ferry ride all together was on the way you know on picton you know from wellington you know yeah mm. crossing ah. down to the south island and then and then yeah and then we had a trial in the meal for monarch the day after which i did get really seasick too by the way ah. it, was, uh, <laughs> it was a combination ah. of everything yeah oh yeah no. Oh, but no, like, it must I mean, have been tough I, for you guys in the galley the whole time. Yeah, well, I mean, Sanmo go. I guess, I guess, like he got to see something because we did one cruise, so we we were going, we right. were, we were doing the trial, but only for one, yeah, one trip. No, not the whole, not the whole day. Hmm. And um, yeah, so it was well. Sanmo was upstairs. I don't remember with who, and I was down in the galley with Will, Nandi, Nestor, mm-hmm. and Esther. Ah, nice. Um, and I remember Nestor and well, well, the three of them kind of like translating because they could speak a little bit of Spanish. So they were always translating to me what Will was saying, because the only thing that I could say was just like, what, what, what? Like I had no clue what (laughs) (laughs) he wanted to do. And, um, yeah, it was amazing. And I remember that I felt seasick. So they told me to go, yeah. To go up to go upstairs so we, we all went upstairs and uh, and that was actually the first because when we went into the boat in the morning it was like six in the morning so it was pretty dark i couldn't really see much either you know of mm-hmm. might peak or anything like that so yeah when 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 we went up it was just like where am i it was uh, oh pretty amazing actually for someone who's like who was as nervous as you say you were and didn't have the language you you took some pretty ballsy steps and made some pretty intense decisions to like leave home to go all the way to New Zealand you didn't speak the language to study then with you knew someone when you were studying but then to go your separate ways from them and you still couldn't speak the language all the way down to Milford Sound which you didn't even know was a place oh my god no 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 (laughs) and then you got on a boat for the very first time your first ever job in a in a kitchen you're getting sick and you've done all this and (laughs) like that's that's pretty damn impressive it's pretty wild that is yeah. very impressive. Like, yes. fair play to you. You should be proud. That is amazing. <laughs> mm. And you stuck it out as well. You're still there, like, well, you were I managed. I don't know how. I don't know how I managed to get that job. <laughs> Maybe they really knew that I needed the job. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they really needed somebody and they have nobody else to hire. I have no clue. But uh, it, it, it all goes back to that school again. They must have been paying them a few quid. And... <laughs> oh I mean, you have to think that I, I had a. a because this is the thing, when I arrived in New Zealand, then again, I had no English whatsoever. whatsoever. Uh, I remember at the airport, they were asking me, what was I doing there? Uh, and I, so, so my thought was like, okay, I'm going to show these guys, you know, the papers from the school. Because, yeah, that it, it says everything. And then I got at, um, so they, they took me into a little room and then I had to stay there for like three hours because they were like, oh, so you come in here, you know, you have for this no dodgy return school. ticket. You have no return <laughs> ticket, you know, and you're telling me that you're going to study English for three months and then you're going to work on a tourist visa. And I, I had no idea. So they, they got somebody around the airport to translate everything because I was like, oh my God, I, I had no clue, you know? So... Mm. They let me in with the condition that as soon as my English course finished, I should go back home. 
So my visa was expiring in um, on the 3rd of August. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, sorry, September. And um, so, yeah, so then, yeah, I went down to the interview and, and I managed to get the job and they told me that they were going to sponsor me. And then when they sponsored me, I actually got a letter back from immigration saying, why are you applying for a work permit? Because you suppose you say, <laughs> to, you know, you say that you were going to leave as soon as, you know, the, the yeah, your English, English course finished. So I was like, oh, God. So I don't know. I guess it was meant to be because <laughs> oh, I had yeah. to write this massive letter explaining to them why, you know, I needed, I wanted to stay in New Zealand and how much New Zealand meant to me and this and that. And yeah. So I start. didn't get the work permit as, you know, it wasn't easy. Incredible. <laughs> so... Yeah. That is that is an amazing that's an amazing start like a baptism of fire that is like, right there. Uh, where did your um just before we go on with your Milford journey? Where did your friend go then? So when you came over to Wellington, with your the, from from we we personally he, yeah yeah no 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 I mean he he already had decided you know I'm going to be here going to do you know this English course and I'm going to stay you know as long as six months at the most. And then I'm mm. going to go back home, and and he and he did it. So you know, he followed. He he had his vision. You know, his vision yeah. was to go back home. You know, with a better English and yes. develop himself in his career. So yeah, and yeah. that was it. That so it. yeah. Have you guys spoken much since then? Is he jealous in any way of of how your journey ended up <laughs> compared to his? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, understandably. Um, but uh, but no, I mean he's 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 doing good. I mean he's pretty happy with the decisions that, that oh, he good, made, good. and yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did. He does regret not staying a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard. Uh, like, that like that... He, he did have a working holiday, so he could have stayed a whole year. Ah, oh, right. And he still went home after the six. That's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Like, I don't know how anyone can do that. I mean, it took me two and a half years. Well, it took me three years to leave, and I was still. Still wasn't sure. Still now, right. seven seven years later. <laughs> right. Should I have left New Zealand? Like, doesn't matter, mate. You have like get over it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you obviously got the job. They kept you on. Yes. You got your sponsorship. Yeah. Fair play to Real Journeys. That's pretty pretty yeah. good of them to sponsor you, knowing that you wouldn't know visa left. And um, so, what came next? How you stayed with Real Journeys for a while then? I did. I stayed for one season so i mean i i got the the, the year visa but um they didn't basically they didn't have any any after we finished the the summer season there was not much to do you know during the winter so um so then i went back to queenstown so um yeah and by then anthony and i we, we were already together so we went back to queenstown he went back to study and I went to work as a breakfast chef at the Crown Plaza. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, and I stayed yeah, yeah, during the winter season in, in Queenstown. And then by the beginning of the summer season, um, what would that be, 2011, Priscilla, she... I don't, she was working for Southern Discoveries then. So I think she was working as a chef 
for Southern Discoveries. Um, so she got me then an interview with Douglas mm-hmm. yeah. to work uh, to work at the Blue Duck. Um, yeah, and that, and that was how I came back to to Meal for Sound. That was around about the, so that would have been so that was the start of the summer season in two thousand and eleven. Ex- exactly, exactly. Yes. So yeah. you left when I got there. And then you came because I started in the winter. So yeah, oh. I guess, so you Asha, you you would have been in there. Then Asha came in. Yes, in in the October. You said it was was it October twenty ten? I I genuinely can't remember. Yeah, it was either okay. towards the end of twenty ten or the beginning of twenty eleven. Yeah. So yeah, just a few months before me, and then I came in, and mm. then you were you obviously just left. No, it was October, Asha, because I was looking at some other Halloween photos. And my, and my first Halloween photos, you are already ah, there. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Amazing. So, yeah. God, you, seem, you seem to have a, a good stash of photographs there. I, I, was, I, I just yeah, bought yeah, my card like half an hour before we started to talk, and I went through photos because I needed to refresh the memory. I haven't yeah. had the time to... <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, so, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a podcast, a, a video podcast of just looking oh, through your photographs alone because you you probably have the best I, collection of them as well. <laughs> I have so much and, and things that I, yeah, that I had no idea that I've seen that that I lived that. <laughs> yeah. So it's but, um... <laughs> yeah because the the, fold, the folder I have I don't know if I've mentioned it on any of the recordings before now, but there was um. I was going through an old hard drive of mine and I found um, a, a folder called Bar Camera and then it just completely clicked in my brain. There was a camera behind the bar that I completely forgot we had, a digital, little silver digital camera behind the bar that we just, and I went through the Oh my God. <laughs> there's about... I remember the camera. Yeah. There's about 12 to 18 months worth of... <laughs> photographs on this camera. That camera would speak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean just how did that camera end up there? Was just I I think it was um I I think think it was a tourist. Yeah. Yeah. And then after, you know, three or four months of no one claiming it and no one knowing whose it was, it just sort of turned into the bar camera. Just delete all photographs, start again. I think that's pretty much what it was, yeah. Because I remember it was very early on in my stay when I started there that the pictures were there. Because I don't remember the name of them. There was a band on there. Couldn't tell you who they were, but they were a covers band from Queenstown. Three lads. And I don't know if we ever did did it after that, but I had no idea where the bands set up in the Blue Duck at this point. So we had them up on let's call it a stage, the stage or the, the floor between the cafe and the bar. Up on a few little stairs up, there. Up, yes, on the yes. little, up on the little step there. So they had set up in there. So because in my head, that was, a, that was a fucking stage. Like it looked like a stage. So it must have been the first band that I hired and or hired, you know, that's the right word, booked, I suppose, mm-hmm. and um, put, them, put them in there. And then, I don't know, did someone say, well, I don't know. Was that normally where they went before then, Asha or Belen? Yeah, I think so. No, I, or, you, you think? 
because I remember any time we played, any time we had other bands, it was usually in front of like um, where that giant TV used to sit. So just down from those stairs on the left as you're looking at them. Mm. Yeah. yeah, in front of the telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because yeah, then when I when I started, yeah, they still had that giant. Again, must have been about <laughs> thousand kilo TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was unreal. Dear, that machine. Unbelievable machine. Like my first night, you said it on here before. My first night, I think, was like the final night of the season for the summer season. So it was like a massive session that we just rocked up to. It was like, where the fuck am I? Uh, like I had been to like I had been to like the Muscle Inn and I'd been to a few places like that where like it was so remote but there was still a lot of sessions happening and it was quite good. So like it wasn't that much of a shot, but it was still like I arrived like you in the dark, so I had no idea where I was or what it looked right. like or anything. Exactly. Like and it just, yeah, it was just to find this little My goodness. crazy ass pub. I mean, I'd driven across like the Nullarbor in Australia and up through the middle of Australia. So I'd been to like road houses, road houses in the middle of nowhere. And that's what it felt like. It was like I'm in a road house in the center of Australia. What mad <laughs> lunatics am I going to be? The mad lunatics weren't just Australian, they were South American and European and <laughs> Kiwi. <laughs> but then, yeah, so was, those, those pictures on that camera are just... Uh, oh, my God. Pretty insane. Pretty insane. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we digress as we tend to on these things. Um, <sighs> how did you... So, yeah, Doug obviously hired you and you, you started in the in the kitchen in, in the Blue Duck. How did you find that compared to the, the galley? Um, it, you can't really compare. I mean, because I did have a lot of fun working at the Blue Duck too. Uh, it's a, it's a it was it was a different setup, obviously, but uh, no, I did I did enjoy it a lot, and 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 also like I, I got to, I work with such a great bunch of people. Even though my, uh, see, yeah, three or nearly four years I was there. Um, so when I started to work at the Blue Duck, uh, who was Simon was the head chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then was when I met James. So it was Simon, James. Before Simon, it was Jules. That's oh, right. Jules, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Jules. So yeah. It was, yeah. Then, Jorge. Was Jorge there at that time? Oh, my God. I forgot about Jorge. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. So if- if Jorge was still there, would Esteban have been there or had he left? Oof. Good I, question. Oh, my God. I don't remember Esteban. I mean, that right. could just be my rudeness, but I don't remember him, so I'm guessing he left. I think I he was, did leave kind I was there of for, early I was, on. Yeah, I was there when Belen started. Mm. It's a... No. I'd been there a few but, months by the time Belen started, so yeah. That's a blackout for me now. I don't know. I don't remember, actually. Mm. Um, no, I, I remember everyone you mentioned there, and then Pablo would have been not long after that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely the, the three you mentioned. I think it would have been the three of them I knew, the three lads, uh, Jimmy, um, Jorge, and, and Simon. And, and yeah. Jules, sorry. Sorry, Jules. And Jules as well, yeah. I think... Oh, maybe, yeah. Were Simon and Jules working? Were they both at the same time? Because I think that Simon came when Jules left. Where was Simon then? Was he? Where was he before then? I don't he was know. On the boat. You just have to get him on. I think. 
Was he on the boats? Because he, I, I thought they were there at the same time. Because didn't him and Frank swap? Wasn't wasn't it Frank in the kitchen and Simon on the boats, and then they swapped over? Well, that must have been before, because right? I only remember be Frank. Before, I yeah, I only remember yeah. Frank on the boats. Yeah, exactly. Me too. And I only remember Simon in the kitchen, in the in the in the blue dock. So. It, it might have been. It might have been. Let's get them both on, Simon. Simon and Frank. Podcast. I was going to say our our fact our fact checking isn't exactly it. This is what I'm saying. Like it is quite quite casual. We just end up chatting and we don't do any background checks. <laughs> yeah, we know all these names. We know they all worked in a kitchen. So yeah, exactly, close exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, and then Pablo came. I don't know when Pablo came into the picture. When was Lady of the Sounds? Hmm. That's March. So, well, the, the poster I have behind is, me is March. So that's that was the second one. So Pablo mustn't have been there that long when he did the one that he won. He was pretty fresh then. Because he yeah. had a translator when he did the Lady of Sounds. So I'm guessing Pablo came at the start. He had a translator. Yeah, oh we'll God. put. I mean, I, I don't want to put pictures up without chatting to him, but it's him, so I'm sure it's fine. But I have some <laughs> his lady of the sounds that he won is um is oh, he- featured heavily on a bar camera folder. Oh my God! Yeah, it's pretty pretty epic. But that would have been Lady of the Sounds 2012. I have a photo here with Simon, James, and Pablo. And we are outside the Blue Duck all holding lobsters. And that's on the 30th of January, 2012. Okay. But there you go. So he, he mustn't have been there longer then. He couldn't mm-hmm. have been. Oh, I know. So was in 2012, it, um, yeah. He yeah. Translating for Pablo and the Lady of the Sounds was, uh, I think, Marcos? Okay. Yes. Is that? Yes. It, it Maybe. Marcos. I have no memory. I, rec- I recognize him on the, on the pictures. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I definitely definitely the Lodge, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I want to say the lodge as well. Marcos. Well, like that was, Matthias. That was maybe so, yeah. it was Matthias. Maybe Matthias. I'm getting his name wrong. Because you remember that Pablo. No, Matthias came after. Like, like Pablo mm. went to New Zealand following the All Blacks, you know, yes. throughout the whole yeah, World yeah. Cup. And then after that, I don't remember <clears> when was the end of the World Cup. I. When was the end of the, the World Cup? Cup? The World Cup was 2011. Um. And I'm pretty sure it was the winter of 2011. Yeah, it would have been because that's our that's our rugby season. So it would have been maybe August, August September, September, because yeah. the rugby World Cup tends to go on quite a bit compared to like the mm. football World Cup is like three mm. weeks, four weeks, boom. Whereas the rugby World Cup was on a bit longer, I'm sure. Mm. Well, no, I know the cricket one does, so maybe the rugby one's about the same. But yeah, no, it, so it was 2011. I'm 99% sure it was the winter season, so it would have been around August, September. It would have been finished. Okay. So he he wouldn't have been much longer late. He, yeah, I'm sure. I suppose he came the start. <laughs> Or not long after the summer season of, of 2011 started. Because then, Me. yeah, so if Jules isn't in that picture, then I'm guessing Jules no. is gone, gone at that stage. No, no, no. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, not to say that she wasn't there. In the no, 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 yeah, but I know what here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, she, Absolutely. She, she wouldn't have been much longer. But, uh, no, I did I did enjoy, uh, I mean, working a lot on the Blue Dark. I mean, of course, you know, the the were days where I did not love it. <laughs> Um, tough place to work um, we all have those days yeah right 
but it's sort of like it's just the sort of like love you know hate relationship that you get on sometimes mm-hmm. but i mean overall yeah absolutely absolutely i have like the nicest you know christmas memories working and new year's memories working at the blue deck yeah with pablo yeah. louis um oh god craig uh, james was it a halloween maybe it's the halloween you were mentioning before i've got a photo somewhere of you me and chica behind the bar where i think the two of you are dressed as pirates and i was all painted blue like avatar what i remember that i i, <laughs> I don't think that was a halloween maybe it was it somebody's was. birthday or something yeah. else everybody well, was dressed up yeah no but again like we've said before fancy dress was quite common Is so you, yeah, it been a reason of the week. as you said. But I remember you dressed yeah. as Avatar. Definitely remember you dressed as Actually, Avatar. it can't have been that exactly. early on. And that's the first that Halloween. Was, that was the, your first Halloween, was it? Yeah, October 2011. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. Sorry, 2010. Yeah, yeah. 2010. Oh. No, I don't think no, so. No, it must have been 2011. No, because be, I remember the... Uh, I, I didn't get there, yeah. I, I wasn't there in October 2010, but I remember the Avatar. Mm-hmm. So a year after. God, I need to go back to the photo. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember as well. I remember. I have a vivid memory of. Um, I mean, this probably happened you loads where you'd come into work at six a.m. and they'd still be <clears throat> me and uh, whoever else was still there at that time in the morning. But I think was it you and James? Oh, came, yeah, you and okay. James came in to open the cafe well, well it wasn't opening was doing your prep or whatever your morning prep at 6 a.m and i think it was me mirin and gary i think maybe paul just singing our hearts out likely suspects at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> oh my God. and you just i remember you just laughing at the three of us like well, it could have been more of us could have been paul because that would have been like the second group of staff who worked yeah. with me for me however you want to say it when it was me paul mirin and claire we would I always end up that. just up till stupid o'clock and poor gary would come down just to watch football but he'd end up staying till six o'clock in the morning as oh well. man that's amazing yeah it was such that's good right. fun. Oh. such good fun but like yeah did you um so working in the kitchen then for let's say for for people who are listening who don't know what it was like like it got quite hectic at times, didn't oh, it? Oh, God. Like um, early in the evenings when there was tourists and that eating there. Jesus Christ, like the amount of fish and chips I made in that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was worse. If, if it's working lunch, working evening, because it will hit you equally either way. Um, oh, yeah, that was, uh, it was tough. But at the same time, like, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. You the meat lovers pizzas. That's just the one thing that oh I remember. My God. <laughs> just so. Pizza. <laughs> <the> pizza. <laughs> oh, it's so I, funny. Yeah. Because I think it's funny. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I should ask Paolo but, or, or James also. But I, it's it's quite common, you know, that you when you work in the kitchen, you get a hang up, you know, with one of the dishes, you know that. You kind of like don't like to to make at all, and I remember that meat lover pizza. I don't know why that was my. Not that it was even hard to make to make or anything like that, you know. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh God. Probably just because there was a hundred a day. 
Oh, I don't know. It's, a, it's funny. It's amazing. That's amazing. Mentioned, uh, you mentioned the fish and chips. That is, that is really cool. On oh, the steak as well. Steak is like mm. just getting it right. And mm. I mean, you're trained for it, so obviously it must have been a bit no, different but, for you. And but like, what? How did you find coming up with the specials? Did you ever have to do that? Because you said like, I don't I remember, think I don't think I did. Did it I? Was like, I used to get much. Um, poor Simon. Oh, I hope I'm not hanging him out to dry here, or whoever else would have been head chef in the evenings, and he'd be like, "Oh, what's the special?" And you're like. Fuck. Uh, uh, <laughs> lying around. Uh, yeah, just Gosh. fucking, I don't know, pumpkin soup and fucking, uh, and they just like literally just make up a random thing that they could see lying around. Oh, what's <laughs> in this, what's in this piece of Tupperware? Give them that. <laughs> I mean, if they I were did, often I'm pretty damn good, though, to their credit, like for something that was being pulled out the last minute. Some of those specials yeah. were super tasty. I mean, it's it's mad, but one of my favorite, like one of my best memories, or best is in, like not an event, but a thing that when I think of the blue duck, I think mm. of going into work and chatting through the the past to the chefs and pulling the, the the chair over from the from the bar, just standing up on it and being like writing the special up on the board above the past, and you know it's just simple little things oh. like you're counting up the tills and yeah, it's just it's just mad. It's just like completely normal stuff and probably hung over while i'm doing it and but just like absolutely just love it like thinking back in it now and yeah you were there for most of that <laughs> if you weren't working yeah, during the day i like totally it. forgot about those those simple things. it's simple little things yeah. isn't it? And, and you're right during the day like we were talking to antonio about this and which you probably heard and you talked yeah. about the 160 million coffees oh, people have to make and then you guys are like just bashing out the you got the bain marie and then you've got like two or three things on the menu along with the bain oh marie. god that bain marie oh my god how are you guys <laughs> yeah, we had the buffet. oh my god uh, you see that also gone i didn't remember that at all so i remember speaking of bain marie and speaking of jorge earlier on him making up a with air quotes vegetable <laughs> soup to put out in oh. the soup warmer and it was literally frozen vegetables and a stick blender what Boom, vegetable soup oh. <laughs> a fucking baby bowl of water oh my god sorry Jorge I love your food but that was not your finest moment <laughs> oh my god oh god <laughs> no. did you um <laughs> you so you done the real journeys and the galley, then you did the blue duck. Was the blue duck then how you saw? Is that where you stayed then for the, the remainder yes. of the time? Yes, yes. So how long did you? How long were you in Milford South in total then? How long were you in Milford South in total then? Sorry. I yeah. Beyond. So I, I've I moved to Milford Sound for the first time. It was September sixth, two thousand and ten, and then I left on the 5th of October, 2014. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's that's a, a good stint. Four years, yeah. Did you notice much changing in those, across those four years? Um, n- no, no, not, not as much, to be honest. I mean, I think the biggest change came after we left, um, with the closing, you know, of, of the pub and, and, and so on. Um, but uh, I, I think the, the mo- mostly it's been like the, the, 
the amount of people you know that comes and comes and leave um but uh no, I, I don't know. Maybe you guys can refresh my memory, but I don't think that Milford changed much during those four years that I was there, which I think, uh, which yes. I think it was, uh, was, it was, it was the best. I mean, I don't know. I, mm. when I, reflect, the, I, think you know, the, I think the sorry? biggest change probably did happen after, after that, like you say, with the pub closing and that would mm. have been around the time mm. uh, Wolfgang came in for some of the yeah. discoveries. And so their structure sort of changed a little bit mm. with that as well. But like when we were there, there were changes like, say, all the things going on in Deepwater Basin with that whole development when people were shifting around accommodations and oh, that's right, yeah. Everyone whole... was everyone was living in Mitre Peak Lodge for a while there, but it didn't affect us oh, quite so much at, at SDs. It was just like suddenly we had new neighbors. Mm. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I mean, I'm, no. Because I'm, at least for me, I guess that it wasn't as. Uh, nothing really big happened and if it did we kind of like evolved you know with it so it didn't mm -hmm. really feel like a like a drastic change and then yeah and by the time I left uh, well then I guess yeah things did change drastically but it didn't really affect my 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 vision or, or of Milford. So yeah. you would have worked in the kitchen then when I with Will with my mate from from Ireland yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten because well, well, for some yeah. reason, for some reason, you had moved on to the boats for Southern Discovery. I don't know where I got that from. Some strange, false memory of mine. But yeah, so you'd stayed obviously in the yeah. kitchen, and yeah, so you'd seen, yeah, co complete different change because oh. Simon, Simon moved on. Simon and Jules, out. Craig. After Craig, he came Will, or yeah. or the other way around. I don't know. No, I think you got it right. I think I think Craig, because Craig left, and then Craig came back when he was working. Um, for real journeys, was it real for journeys? Real journeys. It was yeah. used as storm and right. for real journeys, mm -hmm. yeah. And then um, you, you, so yeah, you would have worked it well. Yeah, it was mad to think that someone from my hometown, two, two people yeah. from my hometown, ended up working there. Shout out to Lorna as well. Oh, and Brenda, Brenda was also there, of course. Well, I see. She, I forgot. She came in after I, after I was gone at that point. Where are you going when she came? Yeah. Do you know I've never even met her ever. In my life, <laughs> they had to look in your face. Yeah, I've never met. I've never met Will's sister. Because that's yeah. what I was wondering if when I met you in Thailand, if that was because that was that the same time that you left Milford, or were you already back home and then you went traveling to Thailand? Yes, we were back home. Like oh, we, it was January two thousand and fourteen when I moved to to Wales. Okay. Because remember, there was a gang of us went to America on the way. Mm -hmm. Here, yeah, and then um. Oh, that's right. We got over here and then yeah while we were here we arranged the or we planned the trip to to thailand with who are friends of mine now but were more predominantly young harrods friends at the time yeah. she knew them all for years i'd only known them since the january but yeah we went to the full moon party nice which was, yeah, uh -huh. it was it was pretty good but um yeah so that's that's a that's a pretty good stint there and then so we we get we will get into any memories you have of there and any stories that in particular that, that spring to mind. But how did you come to leave then? What was there a particular reason why you left when you did? I think I think that by the time we left, um, we 
we, we definitely need a change, a change of, of, of air. <laughs> I mean, as much as, uh, as much as, yeah, we loved Milford, after a while, it can be a little bit too much. You know, you, 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 we start, we started to feel the need for, I don't know, bigger city or <clears throat> privacy. A bigger city in than a while. <laughs> Privacy, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. In a while, I don't know, they, <clears throat> the thing of, uh, it, I think it was beautiful that we all got to live together, you know, and share the accommodation, but at times, you know, somehow it could feel like a little bit of, yeah, like you needed your own space, even though you had mm. your space within the accommodation. That yeah. So, yeah, I was, but by then, you know, I was, I felt like I was already done with, yeah, with, with, with the whole meal for experience. I mean, no, but nothing, nothing really bad happened. You know, I just, I just felt like it was okay. You know, now it's time to. It'd run its course, I suppose. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I knew that at least, at least for me, you know, Milford was not a place where I could, you know, stay forever or, or an extra, yeah, four years or so. Mm. So, so, so yeah. And, um, so and we, and we started to think, you know, about Australia a little bit, and then Sweden. And I and I remember I always had, I had like a really nice memory of Sweden, um, because years before, you know, we we went to Sweden uh, during the summer. So I was like, oh yeah, Stockholm, you know, it would be super nice, you know, now to to have a little bit of the other side of the coin, you know, um, get get yeah, get to be in a city, get to I don't know see other things, you know, try other jobs and see, see what's next. But it wasn't mm. anything that specifically that I mean, like, okay, you know, now just I'm felt, done. It just felt like exactly. the time. Felt like exactly. the right time. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's quite common, I think, isn't it, Ash, that people feel like... Yeah, know, a lot of people have seen like a very similar thing. Kind of, like something small might happen or, or something bigger might happen, but it's not necessarily a negative thing for everyone. Mm. It might just be no, like, no. do you know what? Actually, I'm a bit homesick, or 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 well, for you, it wasn't about being homesick. It's about I'm ready for the next stage. Exactly. Like we've been here. Yeah, well. and f- four years is quite a long time to spend in one place, especially yeah. at that stage mm. of your life when you're mm. you know traveling around, trying different jobs. And as beautiful as Milford Sound is, Groundhog's Day gets a little bit tiresome for mm. anyone. You're like it's it's the most beautiful place you can be, but yeah, four years is a long time. Oh, absolutely. Did you find the change of people affected your um, your your time there? So, like, did you? Because it would have been a big change in different staff. Certain people would have left. New um, people coming in. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit. I. I um... I, re- I remember, you know, listening to to the podcast uh, with 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 Saori when when she mm. she was mentioning that um, that sometimes you know seeing other people moving forward um, with life somehow kind of like triggers that wondering of okay what am I you know what am I doing here you know am I wasting my time or or, or it's alright you know to to stick around for a little bit longer um, but uh, so. so I mean, by the time I we left, I don't know who who was left. I think we, if, I don't know. Maybe you guys can help me out to remember. But I think that Priscilla was gone. Um, um, who, 
most of the people, you know, that we, we were most of the time with, you know, I think everyone, you were gone. I mean, I think you know, the only person that I had left by then, it was just Pablo. Jane was gone. Um, I don't know. So so I do feel that somehow if, if your inner circle kind of like moves forward, somehow that mm. also triggers you to, to at least wonder, okay. Uh, and if it, if it doesn't push you out the door, it certainly makes it easier for you to go when you do decide to go. Oh, oh, yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, you're, not, you're not feeling like you're leaving anyone behind because the bastards have already yeah. done that to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it was it for, for you guys and what, what, what made you guys. Um... I mean, I, I think it was a similar thing. I mean, Ashes mentioned he had his own family issues that Mm, yeah. He 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 went for and I had the homesick yeah. issues that like mm. Arid was was seeing feeling at the time, but also yeah. I knew. I mean, it wasn't as much the people I suppose leaving for me because there was a lot of them still there, you know. And mm. I, I'm lucky that I, wherever I have it, wherever I have ended up, I always do end up like. You don't replace the people that you've met, but mm. like. You, I managed to get on with the next crew. Mm, you know, I got exactly. no problem doing yeah. that sort of stuff. But you still, it 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 changed. It changed mm. in its own weird little way. It it did change, um, mm. but it, it's quite common that I mean, you mentioned Sowry, but there were other people, Carlos, and a few others that we spoke mm. to. And one person we spoke to, we spoke to Daniela, um, who's I'm assuming her episode is out by the time this one comes out, um, but. One thing that we spoke to her about was the, and Asha will remember this, was the, the South American contingent, the Spanish, the Spanish-speaking community of Milford Sound. Yeah, absolutely. With such a vibrant, yeah. such an amazing little group of people. We were quite a few. Big group of people. Like, there was a, <laughs> I say little group. Yeah, there was a good few of you there, but it was such a vibrant oh. um it was a it was a welcoming. And you guys were very close as well, and yes, yeah, so that's what I was. Yeah, sharing food get. and hosting parties and all kinds of things like that. Yeah, how was how important was that for you while you were there? Oh, like, I you know, some, sometimes I wonder if I would have stayed in Milford as long as I did, if because when I then again when I just moved to to Milford, there was already quite a big number of of. Yeah, Spanish uh, speakers. Because uh, I remember Ricky was there, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Sheikh, if you met uh, Tina and Francisco from Magic Memory to a couple from Buenos Aires. Maybe Asha, maybe you did. I'm not sure. Yes. Um, well, Priscilla, Marta, Jaisa, uh, Dioni was there, mm-hmm. Carlos. So, um, so I, I think that the fact that um, all of them, you know, were, were there, you know, that somehow made it easier for me to sort of like, yeah, uh, I don't know if fit in, but like to stick around. Uh, well, settle there, I suppose. Yes, uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it becomes, even within the bigger Milford community, like that's your extra close family away from home. Exactly. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. You used so, to have the the best feeds. Like whenever you do it, oh god, it's South American food and drink nights. It was god. just the best. I remember your empanadas. You used to do like. Oh, did god. you do? Like, 
Eggplant, deep fried eggplant. I remember that. I remember like loads of these little Spanish um, foods that were just. <laughs> <laughs> these are the yeah. You're you're probably like these things are just like second nature to you. They go straight over your head. But I'm just like, oh no, I remember these. <laughs> yeah. These these were things that that happened that I remember and that were like oh, God. will be as big a memory as like you know, Oktoberfest. Mm, I remember God. Chica's birthday one year, and she made something like a hundred empanadas to to share with everyone and it was just oh what a feast well, and then a, and then a party afterwards obviously i think we had a, a massive feed in the kitchen and then probably migrated to the pub oh my god yeah those i, I remember like in the uh, in the kitchen yeah in the accommodation of suffering stories that was like the best birthdays and, and dinners like it didn't i don't think it, even, it didn't even have to be an occasion it was just so nice to go there mm. and have dinner and all of a sudden yeah it would be 50 people having dinner all together just because and that's uh that's one of the things that i, I miss the most yeah because you uh, were you you would visit the pub visit that's a weird way of putting that but you'd come yeah. to the pub but you weren't always the biggest drinker were you you probably no. drank the least amount <laughs> compared to the rest of us i mean yeah very well behaved you, well, I was going to say very well behaved is probably not the right way. She looked, <laughs> at, she looked after herself in other ways. I just go back to the Bob Marley bar in uh, in Thailand for that one. But um, <laughs> just picture like you, you and Pablo and even James, and just yeah, it just makes me laugh. Just makes me laugh. But yeah, you, but you still obviously made your way to the pub, so you must have seen some sights compared to the rest of us. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, did, I did enjoy that quite a lot, actually. Were, I mean, you, just, were you just never a big drinker in generally? No, or? I mean, no, exactly, in, in, in generally. Like, I, I've never been, and, and I don't know, my, um, I, I always wonder, you know, how, how am, I, am I perceived, you know, from, from the other side, you know, from the other people's eyes, uh, from the other eyes, um, because it might seem that I'm just sitting there, you know, I don't know, bored or whatever is at the end, you know, that people might be thinking, but mm -hmm. I, I really enjoy just to, you know, sit at the back, you know, and watch around and I don't know, I can still, you know, have fun just by, <laughs> by I mean, it, other people have fun, you know, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you enjoy yourself. Yeah, you enjoy yourself whether you're drunk or not. It doesn't really yeah. matter, but it was like, it, I, I did always think, how did you, how did you put up with it? <laughs> so so I, you, you've just explained that you enjoyed it. You, you yeah, were quite absolutely. happy like, being there and enjoying the states that most of us were in. But like, absolutely. yeah, there was never any case of like, like anything negative, just more like, I know I certainly wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> there was nights where I was in there when I was sober and everyone else, but very few and other people weren't, but I would just mm. be like, I'm I'm going to bed. <laughs> no. This is and, this is the one. In fairness, rest. though, those nights when you or me or both of us usually were sober for however long it was, it was usually because we'd uh, overindulged nights previous. So we weren't just sober; we were probably hungover, fed well, up. It was it was it was because we were working, Asha. <laughs> that too, that too, because we were responsible we were hosts. <laughs> That was the days we were sober, was working God. diligently. And there was not never any, any overlap. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like that, that's one of the things that I always appreciated the, the, the most of, of, of the meal for community that, I mean, 
it didn't matter if I if I wasn't part, you know, of whatever was happening at the moment. I always felt welcome, regardless. You know, mm. I could just sit at the back and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, she's in there, that's fine, you know. And it never really bothered anyone, or I never really felt judged by any means. So that's good. No. That's no, however you wanted to be involved and however you wanted to. Take yeah, I'm at home, cool. you know, this is my family, they're doing whatever, you know, and, and I'm having a laugh, you know, <laughs> seeing them happy doing whatever it is that they're doing, you know, so. You're a drunk Irish uncle. <laughs> 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 and, but I must say, I do remember, I mean, I don't know if you remember it, but you, you, you didn't mind uh, a Murphy's here and there. When we got Murphy's in there, I remember you, I remember you would, <laughs> there, is, there is no sensible way of wording this but you would enjoy a finger of the froth from the top it's of the pint of Murphy's <laughs> which if I remember correctly is something I would do to my parents and grandparents pints when I was a kid and I was in the pub and they were drinking Guinness or Murphy's you're like <laughs> I don't know how that sound would come across on podcast now I wish I hadn't done that but yeah just like right into, into the Murphy's and like look yeah. it's just it was just the funniest thing, and yeah, you, it was I almost still like do. It's still you, the only weird life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad as a cork man, I was able to bring that to your life. <laughs> oh, God, no, yeah, it's good so good. Times, but yeah, you guys used to have the best music nights as well. Like whenever there was a someone yeah. from, the, from the South American crew would be like, "Right, it's my birthday. We're doing." We were it. annoying, eh? We got. Oof. A Spanish music night or whatever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now when I reflect back on that, I'm like, how do they put up with that? I was thinking, what was the song? Because you and Daniela when that song went on for it, a whole year. It, it's it's a it's Daniela's song is the only thing I can word it as. I remember I had um uh well when we spoke about it, I remember Ashley, and I don't know if you could remember it. Um but she's oh. she's by the time Does this she comes out, the song, because I remember this coming up when we chatted. Yeah. Her. So by the time this comes out, I'm sure we'll have shared the song by now. Oh, when you, by the time this comes like... out, but I remember when when I got back home first. <laughs> I so when I was home, it was the start of 2014 when I moved here, and um, I had my I had my 30th birthday that October, and there was a few Milford heads over managed to make it over for that. And then um, oh, Ashling, wow. Ashling was there. Um, Haley was there. Mirren was there. Um, Will was there. Russell was there. So yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty cool to be fair. And then obviously everyone I knew from home and stuff. But I managed to get that. Did I must you? have messaged Danielle. I was like, "What's the name of that song?" Found it, downloaded it, played it, <laughs> and just like us, the only people, just like. It's just brilliant. We'll have def- oh, if we haven't shared it by the time this comes out, we will definitely share it. But we'll I'm share, sure we'll share it again. We'll share it share it again. We should do like a Zoom all together with everyone. You know, we'll just play the song and we all get to dance it. Yes. <laughs> Zoom party. I like it. I know. I like it. A Zoom party just, just for that one song. Exactly. Yeah. That would just be, oh, I mean, I'm, oh. I'm excited. That sounds amazing. Because <laughs> it was, it's just in there. Like, it's in there forever. Oh. And she's told, she sent it to me that night. There was like a random night when I was pissed. A couple of random nights when I was pissed over here or, or in Perth or somewhere. And I'm being like, what's that song again? And she must be sick of me asking for the name of the song. 
never remembering it, playing it at the moment, never saving it, downloading it, doing nothing with it, and then forgetting about it for another year or two, and then go back on. What was that song again? That you guys used to play all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, who? It might have been Daniela because I'm like, where do we get a song from? I think it was. Time? I think it was a, something from Chile. Yeah, I think it was a Chilean thing. Cool. That's my memory of it anyway. But her and Ricky were certainly mad for it, and then obviously oh. everyone was. <laughs> it's amazing. And I think there's about four lyrics in the whole thing. I think the guy's talking the whole way through rather oh, than actually singing. But it's just. It was sticking your mind for days. Yeah, yeah, it really was. <laughs> years in You're my definitely case. getting sampled for that, by the way, Shaky, with your, your rendition. Oh, <laughs> the same way we have the Easter egg at the end of each episode. That's, yeah. that's definitely and going in. I'm gonna this is the first time we've mentioned it, I think, on any of the episodes we've done. And I oh, I've given the game away. Shit. No, no, it's it's good, because this is episode <laughs> ten, so it's as good as any. So Belen, you've listened to the ones we've released so far, three or four of them. Yeah. And have you listened to it right through to the very, very end? Yes. So we, so we give our goodbyes, then the theme tune starts again. Have you heard the theme tune out till it finishes? I haven't finished the one with Carlos. So have you heard Shaky at the very end of each episode? I Most likely I did with the first one or with Saori. Now I'm starting to think, what did you say at the end of Antonio's video? <laughs> so it's it's the same little thing that he said. So I don't know if anyone listening has actually picked up on this, or because I mean I don't know. Do people listen that far into an episode? So I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to queue it up. I mean I'll I'll play it for you now, Belen. But I think uh -huh. um, it'll probably work best if Asha maybe sticks it in at this point. Now this is the little giving the gateway. Ten episodes in. If you haven't listened to it by now, you will. Here's now. what you're missing. Here's what you're missing. Right, so you can do a bit of editing here, Ashley. I'll stitch it in just there. That was great. You're done. So, Ashley, I'm assuming you've. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ashley, just the first time we did this, and he sent me the little. I've put together our first episode, it was just me and him chatting. And then I listened to the whole way through. And I was just like, I, that was mad, that little thing. But then, I mean, a friend of ours. Oh, it was of mine, perfect that you said it in the first episode because it's been there from day one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, we finished our recording. I was a little bit excited. So I just went for it. And then he just stuck it in out of nowhere. And a friend of ours had been helping us. I mean, he's helped us figure out the sound bit of this, which mm. clearly we've listened to him very well. <laughs> so, <laughs> took his notes on board. But he mm. um, he messaged us and was like, oh, helping us. I was like, oh, you should change this, you should change that, have a look at this, have a look at that. And he was like, but that bit right at the end, leave it in, it's mm. great. And I just, I'm really interested now and hopefully people will let us know if they've picked up on it or if they've actually heard it. Maybe they just think it's a normal thing to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I did hear I did hear that one, but I don't know in which uh, definitely no not in the Carlos one. It might have been the Saori or in the first episode that you did. Uh well, it's in all of them. Yeah. Unless I've missed yeah. one. If I've done my job right, it's in all of them. Well, I've listened to them and it has for quality control purposes and yeah, yeah. it has it's, it's still <laughs> snuck in there at the end. Oh, that's amazing. So oh. and do you have um 
do you have any particular memories or stories that like spring to your mind now? I mean, we've we've heard your you've, you've told your story of Milford and how you got there and why you're up to now and what made you leave and stuff. But like, was there anything while you were there that, that really sticks in out to you? Because you when you heard the first episode of this, you you did get in touch. It was obviously it's obviously a special place for you. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Um... I mean, there's a lot of memories, but it, but there is one that is. I think I think you asked me before. Um, if 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 was there a moment, you know, where I felt like, okay, you know, this is the place. You know, I'm sticking around yes. for a while, mm-hmm. and there is, um, yeah, there is one memory specifically that keeps coming back every year, and it is uh, my first Christmas. Um, Oh my god, I get super emotional about it. Um, I don't know, it was nothing special, but uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah, 20, Friday, 24th December, 2010. And we were having the Christmas party in the, um, in the Monarch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it was just such a, it was just such a nice um, environment. It was, it was, Somehow that was the day when it clicked that there were so many people from all over the world, you know, yeah, you name it. And, and there, was, there were quite a few like me, you know, where the English wasn't really there still. But somehow, um, I don't know, everyone, whoever you talk to or you walk by, they, they would make you feel like home. They yeah. they made me feel like, mm, yeah, like if I was part of the family somehow, and uh, and I remember that we were, I don't remember if it was on the top deck or if it was um, on the ground level, um, we were all having dinner, and then this song uh, called Fairy Tale in New York starts to play. Ah uh, yes. Yeah, and the whole boat just starts to sing the song as loud as 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 they could, and that was actually the first Christmas song that I've heard in yeah in English, and also wow. like I don't know Christmas before I moved to New Zealand, Christmas um, never really had a good memory. In mm-hmm. I, I never really had a good memory of Christmas. So I always been in like the constant search of like, oh, it might be so nice to one day spend Christmas somewhere where you feel like home or like um, content or like that you are part of a family. And oh, sorry guys. It's okay. You're okay, all right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, everyone starts to sing the song super loud. And uh, and I remember it was I think it was Dennis and Will and Nandi next to me. No, uh, sorry, um, Dave uh, Dave Gray. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. And, um, so sort of like I have Dave and Will sort of like hug, hugging me or like with their, their their arms, you know, around my shoulders, mm, you know, yeah, yeah. singing yeah. the song super loud, and I was like. Oh my God, this is home. Or like, mm. yeah, this is my family. Like, I, 
I felt like I had a family, like I belonged somewhere. And that for me was like, oh. And I just can't go, you know, every Christmas, I listen to the song from November up to February every single day, pretty much. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, I, so, I can only imagine what a Christmas in Ireland would do to you. <laughs> 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 it, it's like, it's as someone who's quite clearly Irish um, to, to hear <laughs> to hear someone from, from South America who spent that Christmas in New Zealand for that song to mean as much as it does to you, it mean, probably means, but it definitely means more to you than it does a lot of Irish people. Like that is, that's, it's beautiful to hear that, that like, because I've mentioned in, in, when we spoke about it, that that was when I realised I was at home as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Christmas for me. I mean, me, it was... is the biggest event that brings everyone together. Doesn't matter what right. company you're with. Doesn't matter who you work for. What you do during the day. Everyone's on that boat. I mean, I was I was fortunate to have a, a different experience of Christmas before then to what you've you've just described, and it it, it is such a big thing in Ireland. It is such a big thing in most most well all Christian con countries. But in Ireland, especially from, from my family and where I'm from, it was it is a big thing and it was a big gathering and everyone's together and from since I was a, a little nipper to, to before I left, it was a big thing. And but that that time it was when it when you were travelling is when it got tough mm. for me because it was when I would normally be around so many people. And yeah, the exact same thing. Twelve months after what you were talking about now it was the same thing on board the um, Terra, I've said this before, I'm so shit with the boat's names. Oh my god, but with the I had to look at it to remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, Southern Discoveries board, anyway. One of the would have been two. the Pride, if yeah. it was with Southern Ooh. Discoveries. Pride, yeah. That's right, thanks, Ashley. The Pooh Ride, as Rhea reminded us, it was the Pooh Ride, <laughs> <laughs> but it was on that, and it was just like, This is a fucking magic, this oh. is fucking magic. Like, I had felt really rough that day, missing home, and had the call at home, and just just been like oh what am i doing and then two hours later you're just like this is what i'm doing like it's just <laughs> yeah exactly. and being in the buff next to a lanky dreadlock fella from new zealand kind of hurt either oh, it's <laughs> just getting the best hugs <laughs> off you antonio and carlos and anyone God. else who was there to accept it <laughs> yeah no but yeah that that memory that sticks quite it, it comes and mm. up all the time that one, and then I it's guess a pretty good like, song. Pretty good song. Oh as my well. god, <laughs> I love it. I think that's yeah. actually my mother's favorite Christmas song as well. So if she listens to this, she'll be happy to hear it. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, yeah. So I mean, that's like the one memory that means a lot to me, um, from Milfo. But then I mean, of course, there's there's there's, there's millions. I don't know. Probably also mm. since the, the first time I went to Milford for the interview, we drove in during the night. I didn't get to see the Milford Road, and the same on the way, on the way back to Wellington. So when I actually moved to Milford, I spent so, one night. In... Hold on, sorry to interrupt. Did you come yeah. down for an interview and then go all the way back to Wellington? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what, what fucking college is this? <laughs> How long was it before you actually got the job and moved to Milford? 
Well, we went down to Liverpool. Well, I remember we left Wellington on the in July thirtieth, and we had our interview on the first of August. We went back the day after. Oh my! And then, and then somehow I got my visa. Everything happened really quick because I remember that on the sixth of September, I took the bus, the real journey's bus from Queenstown down to Milford. Did you fly that time? Did you fly from Wellington to Queenstown? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> she, did, she didn't have a teacher to drive her that time. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. No, no, that time I, I oh, did. Oh, that's, that's that's that just adds to the commitment of everything you were already saying about and, going on the boat for the first time, not speaking English. The I mean, far out. The return as experiences go, I was the first time of experiencing the Milford Road. Doing it on one of those uh, real journeys buses must have been pretty sweet as well. Like, that's a pretty good way to see it for the first time. Oh, it yeah. was insane. I just, oh. Before you get totally sick of the bus commentary after, yeah. say, the second time. <laughs> when you're only ever on it, fucking hungover. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh but no, that, I, I still remember the drive. That was pretty amazing, too, actually. Um, but then, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of memories, and I can't really pick one, but those are the ones that it, that they pop straight away if you yeah 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 well i mean that that if first, you ask. that memory of that christmas is, is pretty beautiful and yeah. i mean it just it just it just sums up why it means so much to people like really really yeah. does yeah absolutely it's beautiful um, yeah yeah so oh so if you i mean you're obviously really emotional now which is which is great because like it's great in that it meant that much to you. Well, you did you did spoiler or a behind the curtains look here. Now you did say you you're gonna have your tissues ready because you know it's gonna be emotional. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, only me and Asha. We're not that bad, but like it's <laughs> it's beautiful because it does it, it it certain times of the year it does resonate with me where I do get emotional about it as well and think about it and. Mm. It, it it is it is such a big part of your life. I mean, you were there for much longer than I was, but it it is it's still whatever time you spend in there. It, it there are negatives, but you come out with it's just a wholly positive oh, experience, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Wholly positive um, thing. But, but what about what about you? If you have to pick one memory, what would that be? Go on, Ash, you can go first then. <laughs> you had to pick one. It, oh, well, all right, I'll go I'll go first then. I, if you've got one, you go for it, I'm thinking. I, right, so we in our first podcast we mentioned, as I just said, the Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the the bootleggers ball will always stick out for me. Mm. The nineteen twenties ball we did where it was like oh, prohibition God. era style in, in America when you know, we were all dressed in trench coats yeah, and, and Tommy guns and we had a poker night and well we had casino games and we had like all the beers we were drinking all had the labels taken off them as if it was like the hooch you know all that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. it was like all the women were dressed like in flapper dresses and all that's that sort of stuff and, and like that that night was great but I was like I was involved in the planning of it and I mean I'm sure Ashling or anyone else who was around there at the time would correct me if I'm wrong because that has happened, but I'm pretty sure it was my idea, the whole 
theme. The not not everything was my idea there, but like the the overarching yeah, yeah. the the theme of like this is what I think we should do, and I still have. I do remember I, that being one of your concepts as well. So we'll we'll run with that. I believe it. So I'm holding up the poster that Eric again. Shout out to Eric, um, for Jeez. his design of the poster that night. So it's 1920s theme. Oh God, 15th of April, 2013. So what date are we now? We're recording this on the 10th of April. So we're eight Look years, eight years ago. Yes. It's mad to think about it. But that whole night, which I have quite a lot of photographs from that night. I think I got, I think Andrew took photographs that night and someone else, I've got their um, their camera there. Man, I, got like, I, got, I got a lot of photos from that night, but I can yeah. mm-hmm. definitely... I think I recently posted the, the, you know, we always used to do a big picture of everyone. In the staircase in the lobby, yes. in the, in the, in that's the right, lodge. yeah. And I'm pretty sure that I put up a picture of that recently and tried to you tap did, us yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the premises are vacated at 12 30 a.m. We all got kicked out, but um, yeah, no, so that that memory that that night was a big memory for me just because it was, yeah, heavily involved no. in the planning of it. Um, and it went so well it went off without it, a hit really. oh no it was amazing huge night that's what i remember as well and antonio and the boys playing i think i got up and sang yeah. definitely did yeah two right. songs with them and you played as well i think with them at some point yeah because that was after i'd left milford so i came back down for that party so i remember you know how oh, did i drive i might have flown down and bust in or something i got there somehow but i remember walking into the pub before the party I'd already set up my gear, so I had an empty saxophone case to fill up with bootleg liquor and <laughs> take in to really play the part. And we did, um, didn't we have like a, was it a brewing contest? A tea? Or did people just have, oh, there was, was a few part of the same thing? Because everyone was doing yeah. beer at that point. Craig, Adam, James yeah. Grace, maybe. Because I know he's doing yeah, that it now, sounds so right. I'm assuming he did it then. But definitely those two, maybe more, they were brewing beers at the time. So we, they all had yeah. their beers there. Yeah, the kayakers, they had a lot of beers. So they were... Yeah. They did, they did. And then, yeah, it was... Adam it was, was just, doing cider when he first came in as well. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I do wow. remember all those. And it was little quirky and things like that. We, as I said, we had the casino tables and the stacks of all the crates, the swapper crates with the beers in it and the food was always great and there was like a hog roaster or you know, mm. a, 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 a mutton so roast or something like that. And but yeah. but you asked for the memory, that's what I remember. Mm. <laughs> there I remember is. that night in particular as, as much as anything else. But what about you, oh, Asher yeah. Good? So there's one I've been actually thinking about for a while. I was wondering when it was going to come up or when I'd bring it up, but it was I don't remember how the night started. It was, I think, just a fairly regular night where a few of us were getting on it in the pub and it turned into a bit of a thing. And it was definitely you, me, Kyle, and Ben Connolly, and maybe Carlos or Antonio. I don't remember. Maybe two of them. If it's the night I think you're going to talk about, it was Carlos. There we go. Because I remember we, um, we sort of closed up the pub and probably stayed behind for a bit longer than we should have and then eventually piled out of there and we went down like but halfway between the pub and the terminal there's like that little track you can go into the bush so we were just kind of jumping yes. around different spots looking for somewhere we could park up and continue the party so we went down there for a bit too many sandflies right back in the car second gear all the way down to sandfly point by the river 
we got out of there and every place we were sort of cranking music in the car and we'd get out and have a boogie and five minutes later sand flies would be too much <laughs> i remember kyle in particular uh, it would be sort of two minutes out of the car no too many sand flies right boys next place we gotta go we gotta go can't handle the sand flies <laughs> oh, uh, we ended up down in Deepwater basin at about seven in the morning but when the, we or six in the morning maybe when the sunriser crew was going out yeah but before that didn't we before that didn't we go to well, didn't we we started moving because we had left the pub and ended up back in the the common room in the southern discoveries accommodation i think we oh was that before i thought that was how we ended the night but that makes was more it? sense yeah yeah and no then that, it would make like, more sense if we were there first and because we were waking we people up we were like we gotta go and then we started taking them that's um but we went that, back uh, then yeah. luke kelly song hand me down the bible hand me down yeah. a fiver yeah 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 <laughs> It was it was that loud as hell on repeat with all of us singing singing Jeez. along, <laughs> and then yeah, deep deep water basin. As the kayakers were going out, um, if you can remember who it was, who was the guide? I think it was Mark, but it could have been Adam. But I, I for some oh, reason Mark is remember. in my head. I think, but anyway, right, right. But yeah, absolutely blasting uh, the raft, Fat Freddy's oh, drop out of the car, God. all singing along, having a boogie, <laughs> and then I do I do remember apologising to the whoever the guide was later that day or the next day getting in touch to be like hey sorry man we we kind of interrupted your thing there you were taking tourists out and then just oh, being like no. right. man you you made the trip it, it was brilliant it was because like, we were <laughs> naked because there was definitely i i was definitely naked for this for this portion of it because i remember we've been sure down in deep water basin down when you... i remember i jumped in a puddle in that first place um sort of on the way to the on the way to the uh terminal there's some oh, big sort of pond i jumped in to see how deep it was and it turned out fairly deep so it must have been summer yeah yeah no oh, yeah it was no it definitely yeah. was because yeah we we yeah it was because i think we i think Wait, we left. was was ben with us or was that the night where we went back to the accommodation after this as people were getting up for work and it was you know sort of seven eight in the morning and we're still on the tail end of it, partying yeah. in the common room. And yeah, Ben just walks in in his uniform, takes one look at us. You bastards. Yes. Like, I, 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 not, not, yes. not as a, you woke me up, as a, I wish I'd been a part of this. You yeah. bastards. I've missed Cause, out. Because <laughs> it, it was the weirdest thing. Because yeah, we went back there, and I don't think we got given out to. I think it was a case of like, right, boys, we can't stay here. Well, right. this rowdy. It was the four of us. It was yeah, you, me, Kyle, and Carlos. It was a case of we go. can't just we can't just stay here because we're just going to wake everyone up, and then we're going to ruin their nights, which will ruin our nights, and we should bail. So that's when we started going to little different points around the place, and then oh, we, we ended up back there as people were getting up. We're like, "Fuck it, now it's it's half seven now. Balls to this. We're just going to play some tunes and they'll and people. In fairness, were so um receptible acceptable whatever the word i'm looking for is receptive, receptive of us yeah. receptive of us that they would come in and they would just like laugh and you know what i mean that's have it a joke with us for a few minutes on their way to work and then i think ben i mean i i have a memory that he cracked a beer that for some reason he yeah. had a beer with us while that he was sounds like about right. a two-week came out of the box and he drank the two-week <laughs> just going you bastards and then he went to work but and then that, he went off to work allegedly allegedly but yeah that was uh, that had me down the boy i'm gonna have to post that as well when this comes out sorry belen we just had a waffling now but I'm no still... please <laughs> <laughs> but that, I'll, 
I'll send you that song actually. I'll send you a link to that song here before we finish up and we'll um yeah, well, we maybe to... after we stop recording we should have a sing along because it does need the um the doctored words. The new it lyrics to be yeah, hand me down a fiver. <laughs> but what's so what's so what I find so beautiful and where it connects to you in all this is Ash's memory is about us being drunk listening to an Irish song. And your memory you is of you That's... reminiscing about an Irish song as well. Like so what I find segue. that quite find that quite hilarious. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, there's just there are so many memories and like when we did our first podcast when we did the one the introduction just me and him like we consciously made the decision like we'll just talk a little bit about why we're doing it and how we got there and yeah. what we've been up to since we left we won't talk too much about our stories while we're there because we're going to do so many podcasts oh things like this will come up and it's, it's worked mm. really well that we have been able to talk about other stories and like you were like you've been waiting to bring this one up and uh, to be fair i was the same i remember like that is one of my favorite memories there and every year that song will come up at least once or twice a year and we'll send it to yeah, each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great, like, obviously it's a bit of a hazy memory for me as much as it is one of my favourites because of the events of that night that have just been described. But, just remember <laughs> but then talking naked. about it with you and you can chip oh, in with, what? actually it was, you know, it was I Carlos, just, Kyle and the two of us. I just remember the... <laughs> The fucking uh, whoever it was, it was Adam or Mark. I'm fairly confident. Kayaking out with the trail of uh, tourists behind him. Yeah, <laughs> and definitely me. I'm guessing out of the four of us, it was probably only <gasps> me. Maybe you as well, but I doubt Kyle and Carlos would have got involved in the being completely naked standing there, mm. just fucking waving out at the boys. Oh, they're going at them, and then yes, <laughs> speaking to them later on and being like, "So sorry." So about that and they'd be like hell no they thought that was the best thing they'd ever seen they absolutely loved that <laughs> like imagine going to, out on your like little exactly. kayak trip waking up in the lodge oh we're going on our little kayak trip out in the out in the okay. fjord and it's like seven o'clock in the morning so it'll all be quiet we, not even seven we'll live in a six yeah well then yeah probably yeah it would have been six, six yeah. if it was that sunrise yeah exactly so it'd be like we'll go out it'll be all nice and quiet and we'll hear all the birds and maybe catch you know what i mean whatever else is making some noise at that hour of the morning and then you go like Whoa, and then just in the distance getting louder fit pretty dropping and naked irishman <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, i i, uh, I always think you know what 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 might have felt to you know to to as a tourist, you know, to to spend a night in Milford as a tourist, you know, and you know when you go to the pub, and then it's yeah. one of those, yeah, unbelievable nights. One because of those there's nothing nights. in the world that could prepare you for for it. I think we had some we had some really good feedback in that. I think I think well, I remember. I don't remember the people, but I remember it's in like names and stuff. But I remember tourists being like. We've been traveling around New Zealand, or we've been doing this and that, but this has been the best night because it's been the most random. We came out for dinner. We weren't going to drink tonight because we've either just come from or our next stop is Queenstown, so we know that's where we yeah. want to go out. That's where we want to spend our money on drinks. So tonight is just buy our food, we'll have a couple of cokes. We go back. We won't spend our money. We've got a cruise early in the morning, and the next thing you know, it's we're sure that's uh, how I ended up meeting Ang Harrod. Ang Harrod was a tourist in there, like you know, it's yeah, and it's really yeah. She just came through as a tourist and ended up getting on it with me, Asha, 
uh, Mike in Wyatta and then oh went away, God. came back. We'll we'll save her story for when we get her on. But yeah, it's just like it happened loads and we had some road closures where a few tourists were stuck in. I remember there was a group of Americans were stuck in the lodge. Mm, that's um, right. There was a, a few girls and a couple of lads. I don't know if they were all traveling together, but they were certainly all there at the same time. I still have a jumper from Rutger College, I think it is, from like where some guy wanted my Southern Discoveries jacket. So I gave it to him, he gave me this college jumper. Like the Americans all have their college sweaters or whatever. And it was just mad. And then we had like two or three girls and this bloke and another bloke working behind the bar <laughs> while me and Paul were sat on the other side and they were serving us drink. It was just, just mad. But the road oh. was closed. So we just kind of, you know, you got to look after people or at least make it some ways keep it safe, keep them sane but yeah it was just yeah, yeah. the tourists proper loved it i mean we spoke oh, to v yeah. about that time we had all the korean tourists do gangnam style for us and <laughs> i remember there was one night you remember that you remember that too brilliant i'm so glad oh. you remember that. <laughs> it was so they were on a bus tour and they were in the pub and we were watching american football and they My just started Gangnam Style was the biggest song in the world at that time. And then yeah. Yeah, it just, all these Koreans were doing it for us. <laughs> they were all on the stairs. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, all on the stairs. That's right. There's a video of it somewhere. we got to try and find it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, just mad. But there was one, one last memory that I remember of that relates to you, Belen. And one thing that I think we will definitely share when this comes out is that absolutely incredible photograph you took. Remember you started doing, you started getting big into photography and you had your camera set up on a tripod. Tripod? Mm. That's not a word. Tripod. Tripod. Yeah. Yeah. And you had taken photographs of the fireworks going off in the foreshore. I was going to talk to you about that. Yeah. So you had your camera, you had your camera set over, uh on the foreshore sorry and we were all down where the fire pit was that's right you were taking the photo yeah you did on the timer taking photographs while the while the things because were going i off. was i think i was with wayata wayata on the foreshore yes. uh, on, on this side and we would yell hey folks sorry to cut it short there but despite our confidence at the start of the recording we did end up losing the feed a huge thanks once again to Belen for coming on and chatting with us. Thanks to all of you who've listened so far despite our haphazard release schedule. And as always, mad props to the left or right lads. Do check them out on Bandcamp if for any reason you haven't already. If you want to track us down, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you've got photos to share or a question for the podcast, fire away. And we will see you next episode with our friend Haley. That was great.